0: Hi, and welcome to the Kelowna Girl Tries Podcast. I'm Barb, and this is Episode 73, Sunday, August 22nd, 2010. Hope you enjoy it. Hey, everybody. I am back, and... Uh, it's Sunday afternoon and I'm going to kind of keep this a little bit short and sweet so that uh, I can get it posted up tonight I've got some race reports and emails that I'll share with you next week as well anyways I just finished the Kelowna Apple Sprint Triathlon and I'm still pumped full of endorphins well it's a few hours ago now anyways but uh, I'm home and I'm uh, just so wired I thought I should be having a nap because I'm should be tired but uh, I just can't I thought well let's record and uh, I'll do my race report right now so let's go with this morning I was supposed to get up at 4:30 woke up at 3:50 and I never did go back to sleep so I started just visualizing my race doing some positive visualization and uh, I've been really nervous for the last two or 3 days I don't know why it's my sixth triathlon not supposed to be too worried about it. I'm not supposed to have too high of expectations, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm a worrywart, nervous type of person, I think, and I'm not sure how I'll ever get over that. I'm not as nervous as I was the first time, but I am still nervous. And as you know, I've been a little stressed out as far as my shins are concerned and what to do. But on Tuesday, I went for a 30-minute run, and I kind of pushed the pace a little. Like, I didn't go for an easy run. I went on the on the road and around 30 minutes I did 5k so a 6 minute k pace or 10 minute mile I guess and I felt good. I felt really good. Um, my legs were a little sore for the next day or so and I didn't want to push it anymore I was supposed to do uh, an easy brick on Saturday but I decided not to and on Friday I did um, a one-hour bike ride. It's supposed to be zone 3 so fairly fairly good pace Supposed to run on the flat, or ride on the flats. So I did. I went out and I rode um, pretty hard. I had a really good pace going there on the flats, and then when I got off, I thought I'd practice transition, and so I transitioned into my running shoes, and then I went for like a two-minute run. I just ran five hundred meters and just, just wanted want to see how my legs felt, but uh, I didn't want to do a full brick because I was just worried that if I did one and then things hurt, they'd hurt today. So. The, the run felt great. I felt really strong. My legs weren't feeling that dead feeling anymore. So I thought, okay, I think I'm ready to go. And Saturday, I just kind of took it easy after that afternoon. Friday afternoon, I took it easy on Saturday. Uh, one of the things they do for this race is there's races on Saturday and there's races on Sunday. This is a very big race uh, for f- locally. It's um, I think they have five, no, 1,500 to 1,600 um, athletes over two days. They have a Kids of Steel um, kids race on Saturday. They have a tri on Saturday. They have the Junior Elite Championships on Saturday as well. And they have an Aquathon on Saturday. So there's a 15 gee I'm trying to think. Oh that's the where they swim, run, swim I think is what they do. Where did they run, swim, run? Yeah that's it. Plus they have um, swim 1,500-meter swim and a 5,000-meter swim. So lots of things going on. It's pretty exciting. It sort of shuts down the whole downtown area. And non-athletic people uh, get a little irritated, but uh, I think it's all for a good cause. And it's um, a lot better than some of the wakeboard fest things they have down there, which is just an excuse for everyone to get drunk. Um, At least this is positive, healthy, and puts a lot of money into our community. So, the Apple Triathlon people are well organized and do a super job. And that's why they get to host nationals. So, So on Sunday they have the um, Age Grouper Sprint and the Age Group Olympic. And these are national championships for Canada, so they get a lot of spots for the world's championships, which next year will be held in Beijing in the Olympic venue. Uh, So that's the 2011 Beijing World Triathlon Championships. There's 10 spots for every age group race. So, um, you know, it's like not that hard to qualify. And then they have a roll down, and I mean, how many people can actually go to Beijing, right? Not me. So they roll down the spots. So if you're, even if you're not in the top 10, you can still probably get a spot to go to Beijing and, and represent Canada at the national championships, which is pretty darn cool. Um, and so I've qualified, last year I qualified the year before one was the, this coming up in the, uh, Aust- Austria in September and then the year before it was in the Gold Coast in Australia um, I can never go because it's almost like the first weekend that school's back, if it was in August it would be okay but it's not it's in first weekend after back to school which means I'd have to take three or four days off work, and that would cost me a bundle, and uh, it's such a long way to go. so I'm kind of curious to see where it is in 2012, maybe I'll go then. So anyways, uh, yeah, so that brings me to this morning, oh no, yesterday afternoon, right, I forgot to say, the whole point of that was that uh, right after they do the um, swim races on the Saturday afternoon, they've got the the, um, log boom up, and the course all marked uh, with all the buoys, uh, which is going to be the same for the race the next day, so they leave it up and they open the swim course for anybody who wants to come out and swim it, uh, just just to fe- you know get a feel for it, and so I have always taken advantage of that. Well I went down last year. Not that many age groupers go and take advantage of this pra- swim practice, but the whole Olympic team and all the elite kids and elite adults are down there, and it's pretty cool. <laughs> I got to meet Simon Whitfield last year and get my picture taken with him. And sure enough, he was down there again this year. I did not go up and say hi to him. but I'm a big wuss. He's very approachable. You certainly can. Anyways, went down and I swam the course. that was a li- just slightly choppy um, on the far edge. But uh, it was um, pretty nice. And I swam it in 1545. So I felt pretty good. And uh, I'm just going to interrupt myself here to say that I'm sitting out on my deck. And it's just suddenly pouring rain. I'm really, really happy that the rain waited until my race was done, but the elite men are right at this very moment. Uh, they're on the bike, or maybe they finished the bike in the start started the run. Anyways, for them. Um, yeah, so I went out and I swam that course. felt really good, it's, it's, and I knew that the uh, temperature of the lake had dropped down to 20.5, so the chance of being a wetsuit swim was really likely. And uh, so I wore my wetsuit yesterday and the temperature was overnight was supposed to be still fairly cool. So the chances of it being a wetsuit swim were really high. Yay! And that just gave me a lot of, that took a lot of pressure off. I know I can totally do the swim without a wetsuit, but it's just that much more, um, a little bit more confidence. So, uh, back to this morning. I got up very early. I was awake at 3.50 and I went to bed. I think I went to bed about 10, but it took me forever to fall asleep, so I was probably asleep close to 11. So I'd had like maybe five hours sleep, maybe. No, not even. Fun, yeah. But yeah, maybe five hours sleep. I felt pretty good, though. I'm kind of getting used, to not a lot of sleep anyway. so. Got up at 4.30 when the alarm actually went off, and between 3.50 and 4.30 I just sat into visualization, as I mentioned. And I tried to listen to a few podcasts and tried to fall back to sleep, but it didn't work. Got up, uh, had some coffee, ate some yogurt, had everything pretty well packed in my Zoot triathlon bag. I was pretty excited about being able to take that to a race and see how it worked. And everything was in there, everything fit, uh, other than my Aero bottle. Um, Yeah, it was super, it was great. We had another small backpack that Eric carried, and he carried that around the course during the day that had some clothes I could change into after the race, and a camera, and extra pair of goggles that we would have right down by the swim in case anything bad happened right at the very last minute, stuff like that. And then uh, we got down pretty early because last year there was a huge lineup, so I left about five minutes earlier this year than I did last year. When I got there, there was nobody in body marking, it was straight in, body mark, got my chip and I was done. Went into tra- transition, set up my transition, went to the bathroom, there was no lineup. I thought, holy mackerel, you know, I had all this, all this time just sitting around doing nothing but just people to see and I sussed out my uh, my route to get to my bike out of the swim. I had a few landmarks that worked well and uh, figured out you know, coming in after the, off the bike to find my way back, which was perfect as it came. The, en- exit, or the entrance into transition was straight into my lane, so that was awesome. And I got everything ready, and lucky for me, the lady beside me didn't show up, so I had uh, her full space, and um, we kind of moved my bike down a little bit to give the other girls a bit of space, and that gave me a lot more room to put on my gear, so it was kind of fun. And once I was finished, I pumped up my tires and then took everything. gave everything to Eric, and he took the backpack and the pump back to the car, so it was pretty clear. It was great. Finally got my swimsuit on. I got to chat with some of the ladies that were in my age group. I'm in a new age group this year, so I didn't know, know a lot of them. In fact, I didn't know any of them. Uh, only one of them I've ever, ever raced with, uh, and that was last May. And uh, there were some 16 of them. A uh, few from Kelowna, most from either Vancouver area or from uh, Edmonton, Calgary area. Uh, I knew one of them definitely had raced the apple and had placed first place in our age group and would likely beat me. And the other ones were all pretty much unknowns, they'd either not done it or they'd never done a triathlon. I really didn't know where I stood in this group. Last year there was only six people in my age group, in the 50 to 54, and this year there's 16. It's getting to be super popular and everyone wants to come, so every year just grows and grows. Uh, the year before that, I think there was only one or two people in the women's 50 to 54. So there you go. Anyways, some pretty good athletes. Wow. Um, and the ones who had no, who didn't wear wetsuits, I mean, they were really fast in transition too. So anyways, finally it was time to get down to the water. It was really windy, like windy, windy. It was just blowing like crazy. We're all thinking, holy mackerel! You know that? Not only is it going to be really choppy out in the in the water. But it's also going to be really tough on the bike. And the wind would kind of build up and then it would die down a bit. And you'd think, oh, maybe it's going to be okay. And then it would just start blowing like crazy. But not only that, because it was windy, it was cold. And today, I think, is the coldest day of the entire week. It's going to be back into the 90s um, by mid-week next week. And it was 90s all last week. And <laughs> just there was one crappy day of weather and it was today. But I would rather have it cool. I just kind of hoped that it wouldn't rain. Well, the only thing about the wind is it meant that uh, my bike leg time wouldn't uh, be able, I wouldn't be able to PR on that. Um, but I was pretty content to get out there and get raced racing. So I went down to the water and I uh, went for a quick uh, swim, swam 100 meters or so, got wet, and it, w- it was actually warmer in the water than it was out of the water. And so a lot of us just kind of floated down in the in the shallows and waited till it was our turn to go up. And then when they, uh, we were the fourth wave, so we left at 7.30 a.m., so we walked over to the chute and, oh gosh, hard to say how many people, I would think there were at least 60. They had the 40 plus women and the 40 plus men were two separate waves and then I think 20 to 39 Uh, men and 20-39 to women were the first two waves. Uh, So the men got out there and five minutes later I decided, you know, I'm going for broke this time. I always start off kind of tentative on my swim. I'm always cautious because I don't want to get my heart rate up too high and start thinking I'm panicking. But uh, I've had some really good swims lately and I've been, you know, swam across the lake for gosh sakes, right? So I decided I'm going to be a little more aggressive. It was choppy, so I knew my time might not be great, but I was, even if my time didn't show it, I was going to certainly put more um, effort into my swim. So I seated myself right at the front, and I kept right to the left, because the boys are on our left, and I like to try and swim a straight line. And when that horn went, I just ran in the water, dove in, and started swimming. Now, I'm not the fastest swimmer, so there's certainly a fair number of women who were passing me right away. But uh, not too much jostling. It was pretty nice. Uh, I just swam steady, and most of the time I was steady. When I got out to the, f- to the f- the furthest part, it was um, a little harder to swim. And I think because it was so wavy, like you know, rolling waves, and uh, it was kind of pushing me around. I would lift up my head to sight, and I'd get a wave in the face, that kind of thing. And I was just like, I felt like I was on a roller coaster. But uh, I just kept swimming and swimming and swimming. It was great and I just swam. i kind of swam like intervals. I'd swim really, really hard and then I'd just lay off just a bit and swim moderately and I did that throughout. The closer I got, the faster I swam and then my last leg, I'd say the last 200 meters, which is a 750 meter swim, I swam really hard and I started passing people. Uh, in fact, I think we were passing some of the poor men from the who left in the wave before us who were a little bit slower. Uh, Then I got in, I looked at my watch, 16.20 rats. (laughs) It was okay, but you know, I was kind of hoping to, you know, I'd done 15.45 yesterday, but given the choppiness of the water, you know, it's not so bad. So uh, I think my actual official time was 16.21. Then I had to run and run and run up this long pathway. Concrete pathway. I've had a sore ball of my right foot for the last week, so I was not looking forward to that. But I tried to run as fast as I could, because my transition times are just too slow on that race. Um, so I ran, 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 ran. Found my, got straight to my bike. Didn't get lost. Whipped off my wetsuit, pulled on my bike shoes, no socks, put on my helmet, my glasses, and I was gone. Still took me three minutes. Last year, though, it took me three and a half, so I knocked 30 seconds off my T1 time. I'm pretty happy about that. The women that get in the t- that have no wetsuits all had around two minutes to two and a half minutes, so that would probably be an advantage, but forget it. I'd lose two minutes in my swim if I did that. So, once I was on the bike, I just got clicking, and um, I started riding. And you have about 2k of riding on the flats, and then you got this really steep, but short hill. It's um, up a mountain. It's probably a 10% grade. I'm gonna guess. It's uh, half a kilometer long, 500 meters long. Uh, On a really good day, if I'm fresh, got fresh legs, I can do it in two minutes. That's my best time up that hill. But usually it takes me about 2:15, and as it did this day. Well, there's just like a whole whack of people up on that mountain when I got there. And I passed um, pretty well, all of them, because I do practice that hill and I'm pretty strong on the climb compared to average people. The really good cyclists were already ahead of me, anyways, so that's why. And then I got on, it's kind of rolling, rolling, and then a long, kind of real gradual downhill. So it's a nice course, kind of fun, and you have to do two laps. I set my Garmin to um, lap at 10k. So it wouldn't be exact, but it would be pretty close. So my goal was to try and get down to 19 minutes for the um, for each lap, but uh, I was 19 and... S- no, I think I was 20 minutes and change on my first one, and then I went a little f- faster on my second lap, which I was really pleased with. I really tried to hammer it and uh, get my time down. It was windy, though, certain sections, I was hitting a headwind and, you know, you're just not gonna be able to get that kind of pace. Um, when you've got a headwind, so overall you know I'm pretty happy it was I had forty minutes fifty three seconds last year it was um windy as well I had forty and fourteen seconds so I was hmm, like forty seconds slower than last year, so I'm not quite sure if it's just the wind or what, but you know what it's still pretty good pace uh over sixteen miles an hour 24, 29.4 kilometers an hour. my best time was thirty eight eighteen though. I don't know, maybe I'll never be able to beat that, you know. I'd done a lot of biking that first year. And now, in the last couple of years, I, I don't bike as hard or as often as I used to, so it's hard to say. Uh, into T2. My times in the past were a minute 49 and a minute 53. I tried to really go as fast as I could. I did minute 26, so that's not bad. It's quite a long run out of T2 before you cross the mats as well, so... Um, all these times I was like I was 7th in my age group out of the water for the swim, 5th in the T1. I was 4th in my age group for the bike and 4th in my age group for T2. Now, now I was on the run and this is a part like how is it going to go, right? Just how is it going to go? So I got out there, my first kilometer I did a 5:22 pace and I felt pretty good. My legs felt uh, light, you know, they did not feel heavy. Uh, my heart rate was just pounding, so cardiovascularly I was really hoofing it. But uh, my my muscles didn't feel bad. My shins didn't hurt. The ball of my foot didn't hurt, and thank God my IT band did not lock up at my knee. I have rolled that puppy every night for the last uh, couple of weeks, and I've done yeah. my stretches. And I just never know when my IT band's going to lock at my knee, and it if it doesn't I know I'm gonna have a good race. Uh, They changed the course this year from last year. It was a little bit different but uh, really nice. Um, I liked it a little bit more than the previous years. And what the funny thing was I never get to pass anybody on the run unless they're like walking or something. So usually I I just start running and then everybody passes. I just get the steady stream. All these people I passed on the bike they start passing me on the run. Well this time trying to remember if anybody, I think maybe two or three people might have passed me over that entire 5k, but I passed tons of people, like tons and tons. I just kept pulling up to people and passing them. So I was really happy. My splits were 522, 535. That was my slowest. I should have, I saw that my pace was slowing down and I tried to keep it uh, less than 530. Uh, My third kilometer was 530. Then I had another 5:35. That's where we had a couple little bridges we had to go up and over. Oh, that was painful. And then my last—I tried to go hard, and it was 5:25. My last, my last uh, kilometer of that race, I—my heart rate was 178. I don't think it never goes up that high. I just was dying. It was like my—I was have, fighting this big battle in my head. My head said, "Slow down, slow down. You're getting tired. Just relax. You know, you're almost there." And I was like, no, I'm going to keep going, I'm going to keep going, no, I want to be like, I want to be like Gordon and just hammer it. I am not going to give up, I am not going to give up, no matter what. I just was fighting it, and then I kind of, I was on the boardwalk, and I was pretty much alone. And the boardwalk has this kind of steady, thumpity-thump sound, you know, so I kind of just looked just maybe three or four meters ahead of me, or feet ahead of me, and I kind of just locked in, and I, listening to my breathing, which was very heavy, uh, in cadence with the, with the my feet on the, on the wood, and I just kind of zoned out, and I just I'm not going to look up, I'm just going to keep going, keep going, keep going, and just sort of make it a pattern. I do so well when I can have music on with some really good feet because that's just so motivational. I can't wait to do uh, the half marathon this fall and be able to run with an iPod because you can't. Do a triathlon with an iPod? Definitely, you'll be disqualified. So, anyways, I was out there running, 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 and as I close, my God, I was so happy! I'm gonna make it! I'm gonna make it! I'm gonna make it! Oh my God! Just get, keep, my feet, keep going, keep going. And uh, as I got up close, you know, I, I got a pretty good idea what my time is. Um, when I came, when I started the run or just got off the bike, Eric uh, hollered at me one hour, so I knew okay. As long as I keep my run un- and and my transition time under 30 minutes, I should be okay. So a minute of, and a half of that was transition, and then my run time was 27.39. 27. And that's definitely a huge PR run for me on that particular course. My uh, 5K on my... Oliver's sprint try last spring was 27.31, and this was 27.39. So, I'm uh, pretty close to, yeah, I'm not sure, I, you know, I'm not sure why I was even 10 seconds, or 7 seconds slower, because I felt like I pushed harder this time than I did last spring. But, you know, not having run for the last two weeks and really, you know, I've had a pretty sucky running history this whole summer, so I was, I was ecstatic. Uh, I was 5th in my age group for the run as well. Uh, my whole total time was 1.29.18. And if you've looked at my blog, you'll know that my... Oh, I just watched an accident just about happen an the corner of my street here. Honk and squeal and... Oh, they didn't hit, thank goodness. All right. Uh where was I oh yeah one twenty nine eighteen If you read my blog this last couple of days, you'll know that my goal was to try and and beat my one thirty oh four that I had last uh, two years ago. If the weather was good, I said, if the weather's good, I want to try and beat one thirty oh four and uh I wanted if the weather was bad, well you know not too sure how I can do it um I was kind of hoping for the swim time is right where my goal time would have been. would have been nice to be a little bit faster, but I was okay with it, given that it was choppy. I can't complain about my bike because uh, it was really windy, and, you know, given what I did, I, I know I went as hard as I could. I did not I did not bail on the bike in any way. Um, and the only trouble with the bike, there was a few spots, like, I just passed anybody I could. Like, I, was, I stopped being nervous and uncomfortable about passing. I've always been a bit... Uncomfortable about it, and so I just said, How the heck with it? And I just went for it. And there's a few spots where it was a little bit of a tight corner because there's a lot of corners on this route, or there was a bit of a, a narrow area because there's some construction, and so we were kind of going through a bit of a chute and you couldn't really pass somebody there. And I got kind of stuck behind someone and I had to slow down and back off a bit so I wasn't too close to them. I didn't want to get dinged for drafting. And uh, I think just that alone uh, could have cost me 30 seconds easy. Um, but, you know, that's going to happen to anybody, and you, you can't really get away from that kind of thing. Oh, the rain is just pouring down now, I and mean, the sun is out as well. Interesting day. We haven't had much rain this summer. But I'm on the covered portion of my deck, so I'm just going to keep going with it. So... uh PR for the course. Last year it was 133.11. And that's because I had a really, really crappy run with an IT band that locked up. My run was uh, like 31 minutes last year. And my first year was 130.04. And I had a 29.45 run with a sore IT band as well. But, uh, yeah, so that's really the I, yeah. So considering. Yeah, you know, considering that um, the wind, yeah, I would have to say it was more comparable to last year, so I knocked four minutes off last year's time. So that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm just giddy. I am so giddy you have no idea. You know, I just, I really didn't think that uh, this race was going to be a great race. I thought it was going to be an okay race, kind of like last year. I went into my race last year thinking, okay, well, I'm not really prepared. I was off in Europe, and my I've got sore shins, and I got sore this and that, and uh, it was windy, and you know, and I didn't have a very good race. You know, I was three minutes slower than I had been the year before, and I came in tenth in my age group, and so or eleventh, I think actually. So you know, I kind of thought, well, it's going to be another year like that, and I'm just gonna I'm going to be okay with that. But uh, yeah, just the way the ball all bounces. So, ahead of my age group. I didn't know. I had no idea. Eric said he saw, for sure saw one woman come in ahead of me that was from my age group. He knew the numbers that I was in the 600s were my age group, so he'd seen one come in. He wasn't really sure if there was any others. He thought there might be a few others, but we had to wait for quite a while before they finally posted it, and sure enough I was in fourth place. <laughs> You got a medal for first, second and third. You get to go on the podium, but not for fourth. I mean, I'm happy I got fourth place. I'm really happy. Don't get me wrong. But I had fourth place 2 years ago and had fourth place again. And it's like, ah. But those ladies, man, oh man, they are like so good. One of the ones that that beat me, um, I think the one that came second, she had her name on her on her outfit, like she's like on some kind of team or something, right? And they, you know, I can't um, come close to their times. I was 129, I think the person in third place was like at least four minutes faster than me, maybe five minutes faster than me. So, you know, I have, uh, I can't cut four minutes. The only way I can cut four minutes is if the weather was better and then her time would have been better too. So. Their swim times uh, in most cases were at least two minutes faster than me. They had like 14 minute swims. And uh, one lady had a similar bike and a similar run. But she had a minute slower, on, faster on her transition because she wasn't wearing a wetsuit. And she's a way faster swimmer, a 14 minute swim. So, yeah, you know, I'm not really. T- am, am I competitive? Yeah, I am. <laughs> guess I am. But uh I, I don't really care too much about it. I it sort of made me laugh and ah oh, geez, I rolled my eyes, you know, not the fourth place what to do. It's like being a um what do you call it? Always a bridesmaid never a bride. Yeah, so. But uh overall like has a personal goals I'm super happy I accomplished all the goals I set out on my blog which was to have a good time to get through without injury and not feel really sore any pain during the thing to go as hard as I possibly can and to beat a few time goals that were reasonable given my, um, my training for this summer so I have yeah I'm really happy there were 378 people in this race men and women and I was one hundred ninetieth, so that's uh, in the top fifty percent, and that's overall. Out of the women, I was eighty-second out of two hundred and two women, so that's uh, definitely in the top half. And out of my age group, I was fourth out of sixteen, uh, so that's uh, top twenty-five percent. Yeah, so I'm pretty, pretty content. And looking down. Like I was 7th out of 16 on the swim, 4 out of 16 on the bike, and 5 out of 16 on the run. So I'm pretty content with that. I guess usually I do a little bit better relative to my age group on the swim, but these gals, I've never met them before, and we were talking about quite a few of them are, are were swimming is their strength. They're really strong swimmers. So, All right, so I've blathered on and long enough. I think that's 30 minutes worth already. I want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you. I know Kim, Iron Kim, was down. I didn't see her, but I think I heard her. And Eric told me she was down there. So I want to say thanks to her for coming down and cheering me on. And uh, I want to say thanks to Daryl, who I met this uh, yesterday. And uh, thanks to Brent, who's too slow twitch on Twitter. Um, Brent was working at the Apple all weekend. He put in probably 12-hour days. Uh, Working as a bike captain, and I think I saw him, but I didn't say hi because I was trying to figure out it was him, and then by then he was had gone. So, hey Brent, I know I don't think he listens to my show, but uh, I want to thank him anyways. I want to thank everybody, like tons and tons of you, who sent me good wishes on Daily Mile, email, on my blog and tons of you on Twitter. Thank you so much. I tried my best to make sure I replied to everybody. I'm not sure if I've... i got to go double-check and make sure I didn't miss anybody, but thank you so much. You know, you have no idea how much your your, tweets and, and uh, comments mean to us when we are racing. Um, I know for those of you who are on Twitter and you get those those uh, kudos, it sure helps. And when I was out there, you know, I don't have my iPod or my not my blackberry or anything so i'm not tweeting during the race and eric's not tweeting but uh you know i know that the tweets are out there i know there are people are yelling go barb and so i just i i just bring that in it gives me strength it truly truly gives me strength because i know that you're out there thinking about me and uh yeah i know i've heard you say the same thing too so it's awesome what an amazing community it is and what an amazing impact that people can have on each other's lives hey you guys are making me you know be a better racer it's just awesome thank you huh what else oh i know who else i want to thank jessica and susan knight who are both uh, local radio hosts uh, jessica was working jackton jessica i think her name is on uh, on twitter she was working as a course marshal, and when I ran by, she yelled six eleven, Hey, it's Kelowna, girl! Go! So I, I cheered and said, Hey, thanks. And Susan Knight was uh, on Twitter, too, sending out uh, good wishes. So thanks to both those ladies. Neither of them are listeners to my show either, but uh, I definitely want to give them some thanks as well. And, of course, I can't stop without thanking my darling, darling husband, who is right now having a nap. Uh, because he was, I'm sure, bored of his skull. I dragged him all around downtown last yesterday while we had to go to the race meeting, and I had to go pick up my packet, and had to wait and get my bike in transition. I had to go for my swim, you know, and then today getting up at 4:30 in the morning and following me around, and just, oh, he's just, he's just been so awesome and so supportive, and I love him so much. Thank you, darling. I love you. I can't wait until Eric starts doing triathlon. Like next year, I'm pretty sure that when we do the Apple, we'll both be doing it. we're going to have to find someone to take pictures of us. Uh, I just downloaded some pictures. I got a couple of good ones on there, so I will post them on my blog when I do my written race report, and uh, you can check them out there. I know there's some way to add pictures to a podcast feed. So that while you're listening, you can just look at your iPod and you can see pictures on it. So if I can figure that out today, I will do that. Alright, so thank you very much. I bought two bottles. Yes, count them. Two bottles of Desert Hills Gamay last night. Today I stopped at the store on my way home and I bought a steak and a baguette and some butter and baked potatoes and I don't know what else. Oh, I got lots of f- yummy veggies too and I'm going to have a decadent dinner oh and Nanaimo bars for dessert that's what I had And I think I'll go make an appetizer and then so tonight I'm going to drink at least I have a bottle of wine yes because I didn't have any wine for the last five or six days alrighty so I'm gonna sign out thank you so much I am not sure what I'm gonna play yet I'm gonna have to go listen to some music I'm trying to find a good Hadley tune, uh, in keeping with my theme of uh, Canadian music uh, that I've had lately. Um, these are other music songs or songs that I've had off my son's iPod, and I'm taking Jesse to see Hadley next month. I think September 14th, and it's like not my normal music, but they have a really famous song that you may know called "Cha-Ching," and if you watched uh, the Olympics clothing ceremonies, you saw them play ching Um, but uh, other than that, I don't know what else I got so I'm going to see if I can find some by them or somebody else and uh, yeah, I guess that's it, next week what the heck am I going to talk about oh, I know I got one more little possible thing uh, apart from my (laughs) half marathon that's coming up my friend Carmel and her husband Carmel uh, was the one that I talked to about kids in triathlon um, a few shows back And her husband, Rob, who's a coach for Critical Speed in town here. uh, They are putting on a local Xterra. They've got a short course and a long course. And it's going to be an Xterra duathlon and an Xterra triathlon. And it's going to be on September 26th. So if you happen to live in Kelowna and you actually listen to the podcast and I don't even know that, uh, you might be interested in checking it out. I'll put the link in the show notes. I'm going to go out and r- check out the bike course. I don't know what it is yet. I'm going to go check it out and ride it this week. And if it looks like it's manageable for me, he's, you know Rob said it's easy, but you know what? <laughs> easy to him is not necessarily easy to me. It's rolling, it's, but it's not technical, he said. So I'm going to try it. And if it's good, I'm going to, I think I might sign up. If I don't sign up to do it, then I'm going to uh, definitely sign up and volunteer and help them out. And, uh, Eric is going to do the duathlon, he thinks, too. So I'm going to throw that in just for the heck of it. Because it'll be kind of fun. Even with my horrendously sucky mountain biking skills, I just want to experience the Xterra. Jeez, maybe I should do the uh, duathlon instead, so I don't have to swim in that icy, that cold lake. That's a cold lake up there. especially the end of September. Hmm. Anyways, sounds fun. Going to do it. What the heck. All right, take care, and I'll see you in another week. 拜拜
1: do to me mean-